1: Welcome to Wednesday Night Flex, a weekly look at high school sports in the ATX.
2: Go to FLXATX.com and follow at FlexATX on social media. And now, here's Zach Lucero,
1: Cameron Parker, and the Flex family. Wednesday Night Flex on the
2: Horn.
0: Flex, ATX, it's Wednesday night, nothing better to do, you know what it is, Zach Lucero, Nolan Hogan, what up, Cameron Parker, what up, what up, what up, special edition, special edition, alert, 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 we got the boy, the TV, as seen on TV himself. Got all dressed up just for his radio debut. <laughs> K-View's own Corey Moe's in the stew with us.
2: Yes, sir. Thanks for, thanks for coming through, Man, bro. I'm excited to be here. I love the intro, bro. I really appreciate you that. You know, bro. But, I mean, me and Corey,
0: Noah has the same thing with you. And I and I guess you know Cameron. I guess you know, I mean, you know everybody. But one of those things where, like, we always saw each other around, like, yeah. dap each other up. We had Jeff come on during during the season. We had a, a segment with him every Friday night, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um. But I mean, you're you're the young one, you know. Like yeah, you're the one I would always see the block, Yeah, bro. I will always see you around, and then finally, um, got to talk to you a little bit at state, which is really cool. And we we're like, hey, we got to connect. We got to do something somehow. Mm-hmm. We we respect what each other are doing, and I think this is a perfect way a very a very like us platform to do this, where we're we're talking high school sports, but we're also just chopping it up with the boys. So uh, I'm, we're glad to have you here.
2: I'm blessed to be here, bro, and I'm excited. When I got the DM, I was like, whoa, 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 what is it time? Is it's, it time bro, to do this? It's time, this? time to, I to put, up.
0: I had to put the the, the bad signal out. Yeah, you, you had facts. to see it. You, had a, you were like talking on. I saw you talking on air. I'm like, let's throw it to weather. And you responded. You answered my call. You're like, oh, what's up, Zach? <laughs>
2: That's exactly how it went down. So I, we
0: appreciate it. Uh, Cameron Parker, Mr. Voice of Round Rock Dragons, baseball, voice of this, voice of that. Got the spill on the master shirt, but uh, shout out golf. You, uh, you had a really cool golf video came out. Shout out to Jacob Standard uh how's your week
3: been yeah shout out golf right it's been shout great it's been great shout hello friends golf. in the spirit of Jim Nance, hello friends
4: that's pretty good that's 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 impressive that's a good impression there i like that
3: i appreciate it Nolan. No glad one to knows. have Corey. i've known Corey for a little bit um been boys with the kview squad for a mm. while with, with jeff and of course uh dj uh tyler feldman out there DJ. but <laughs> glad to have cory finally in the studio with us
2: yeah, this is awesome, dude. Like, just being around everybody and seeing everything that's going on. And it's like, bro, this is, this is how everything is made. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we in the stew. It's where the sausages made.
0: We're in the stew. And then Nolan Hogan. We've got the
4: Flex hat, the Flex shirt, Flexed out. I think I lost this Flex hat at one point that I didn't know I lost, and then I found it.
0: This, 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 that's the one that you said, hey, did somebody leave a Flex hat in the studio and yeah. you just kept it? But, but how it is how is your week been?
4: It's been great. I've been working. Uh, you know, got the day job, so that's been good. Uh you day know job. Day job. Day job over wow. at the Classic Collision Parts Manager, you know. Um Manager. <laughs> yeah, manager. Numero. Uno. Come on now. <laughs> uh, yeah, good week. Been watching a lot of Texas baseball. Got the win last night against Air Force, eight to two. Um Astros starting off a little slow, but we're getting a win. Got a win today. 8-2
3: as well. 8-2 is the same score that Round Rock beat Vandergriff last night as well. Wow. 8-0 in 25-6A district. The Dragons, baby. Round
4: Rock's rolling. They beat, they've beat. they had had two shutouts in a row and then a two-run. two, two run.
3: Yeah, a nine-game win streak. Yeah, yeah back-to-back shutouts. Uh, probably would have been three. Uh, they played Mainer, but, you know, kind of putting some other guys in. Mm-hmm. But look, looking good under Coach Carter, and we're going to speak with a, a new Round Rock coach later on in the show, not baseball but football. Uh, Chad Moore, I believe, who just took over as the head coach for Jeff Cheatham, who's now been moved up to the Round Rock ISD athletic, athletic uh, coordinator. Direct, I, br- I think it's director, director at the me. district
0: level and it's coordinator at the high school. That's so level. yeah, uh, great, great tease there, Cameron. Um, couple of coaches on as well as Corey today in studio. Uh, first up, uh, as, as Cameron goes, try to try to work the phone lines. Uh, we got Beta Johnson, head basketball coach, Ben Kinnison. Uh, coming right up, and then like he mentioned, right after him, uh, Cody Moore promoted from defensive coordinator to head coach, uh, over at Round Rock. Uh, coach Cheetah moving on, um, like Cameron said, to to be in the district athletic director, which is which is really huge. We saw that with Coach LaPlante over at mm-hmm. Hutto. Um, kind of that next progression of of for, for head coaches, you 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 grind, you grind, you 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 teach PE, you mm-hmm. you teach social studies, and you try to get that head coaching job, and then your next goal in mind is to be that district AD. So. Uh, shout out to Coach Cheatham, and, and we're looking forward to talking to both uh, Ben Kennison and, and, and Cody Moore. Um, but really quick, just to hit on a couple uh, just kind of noteworthy things here uh, in the space. Uh, we mentioned Cody Moore, going to talk to him, So, but a little bit about his bio before he kind of comes by and tells us this himself. Was at a de- defensive coordinator at Roundup for four seasons, um, defensive coordinator at Stephenville before that, a little bit of an assistant coaching job at Flower Mound, uh, but also played uh, also played defensive line at TCU. Uh, then Texas relays. Uh, girl from Cedar Park, Isabella Isabel Conde Frankenberg, uh, bronze in the 3200 meter. Kevin Sanchez from Van who's headed to Notre Dame, took gold in the three by two. Uh, so really good results from some of the local talent uh, here at the Texas relays. Um, but speaking of local talent, uh, I think in your neck of the woods, Nolan, one of the biggest rising stars in terms of programs has been Butta Johnson. Mm-hmm. I mean we saw it we saw it last year on football, what they were able to do. Uh Coach Will Compton taking over the as as a head coach basically because of what he was able to do offensively over at Butta Johnson. Mm-hmm. And this season we saw um the splash that Ben Kinnison and his uh and his Jaguars were able to make in the basketball scene. So without further ado, big shout out Coach Ben Kinnison. Butta Johnson head basketball coach, thanks for joining the show.
1: Hey guys, thanks for having me on
0: all right, Coach. I, I mean, we we mentioned it there. I mean, but just I mean, you you talk about when you when you mentioned high school sports in Austin area, you 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 think about Westlake, you think about Lake Travis. Now now you're starting to think about uh, Van and Rouse. But I think Butta Johnson is is the next program that's that's really going to be at that level in terms of not only football but uh, across the board. I mean, volleyball making playoffs for the first time in six A. Um, do you feel that on campus over at Butta Johnson that that you guys are are, are kind of on the come up?
1: Uh, I do. Um, I think it's it's in a large part been been across our our athletic department has just kind of been on the rise since the school opened. Uh, Coach Hoffman is our campus coordinator and and has done a great job putting a staff together, uh, and and all of our sports are are consistently improving over the last four years.
0: All right, Coach, but before we get into the, the success you guys had this season, can you can you kind of give the audience a little bit of your path to how you got to this uh, head coaching job at Beto Johnson, maybe where you started as a player, your, your playing experience, and then kind of your, your, your coaching path up to this point?
1: Sure. Um, so my playing experience, I grew up in Southeast Texas. I went to Hardin-Jefferson High School um, up through my junior year. Um, I uh, just... Sports are huge in that area, all over Texas. But uh, in that area, basketball is a really big deal and really important. Uh, the high school I went to and, and kind of grew up in, um, basketball was a thing. when I, I moved there in uh, second grade, and uh, they won a state championship that year. And those guys came through and toured the elementary with their gold medals and their uh, dazzle cloth warm-ups on, and, and I was I was hooked. Um, fortunate enough to grow up in a place that that basketball was really um, developed at a young age. Um, little dribblers is huge in that area, and um, I tell people all the time that from the area that don't know how lucky they are. We grew up in a place where the little dribblers program owned their own gym, which is not normal. So there was there was never chasing down a place to get in the gym. We always had opportunities. Um, played for um, the best person I know, uh, Keith Durrett was my high school basketball coach, and Um, my biological father was, uh, was also a coach and an educator, uh, and he died when I was young. So when I was 14 years old, freshman kind of trying to find my way in the world, um, Keith Durrett and, uh, his wife, Lori Durrett, uh, kind of took me into their house, um, because I, I, I kind of needed it, needed some guidance, needed a father figure in my life. Um, and that's, that's dad. That's, that's the grandparents to, um my kids uh my mom is is obviously still a big part of my life and she's my kids are blessed enough to have two two grandmothers uh on my side so um I think I was always going to be a coach I think it was in my blood and I think this profession is a calling so that's what got me into the profession uh, and I knew from a young age this is what I wanted to do uh and then like most everybody kind of Got a job where uh, Jason Hill is, uh, was the athletic director, head basketball coach at Keene High School, um, and hired me because uh, he coached against me at high school. And he told me in the interview that, uh, I don't know if you can coach, but uh, you were raised by a good one and you could play a little bit. So at worst, you'll, you'll be a 10th guy in our open gym run. So I uh, got my first opportunity there. Uh, moved to East Texas uh, after that for a year uh, worked under Tracy Carter in uh, Athens. Uh, Tracy to this day is, is one of one of my favorite people in the world and i've learned a ton from him. Um, worked for him for a year and then I got got a head job that I thought I was ready for at Blooming Grove, Texas, a uh, little 3A um, near Corsicana. Spent five years there learning exactly how much i didn't know. Um, but learned a lot from the kids and the community and uh, great people there. Uh, learned a whole lot in those five years. Went back to East Texas after that, um, to Van, Texas for four years. Um, Van High School is a is a phenomenal place uh, to be a kid. to excel at everything they do there. Um, Jared Moffitt runs a, a first-rate athletic program there and hired me and uh, let me run the program there for four years. and uh, we had, we had a lot of success. We had really good players. We had a great support system there. Um, and then one of my bucket list, uh, items has always been to open a brand new school and you was was opening and who doesn't want to live in the Hill country or the foot of it anyway. And we, we jumped on it. And my wife and I came down here and interviewed and it, it worked out. I was fortunate enough to, to be offered the job and, um, it's been a it's been a long journey for 4 years but very uh very rewarding there's there's a whole lot of good people uh in Buda Texas who have, who have helped us helped us along the way
0: Beeta Johnson head of basketball coach Ben Kinnison, uh coach I know I mean we're we're very thankful that the Buda Johnson community is very thankful for you to um ha- have kind of come to a stop in, in in your long coaching and playing journey that that, that ended up in in uh, in, in the Buda area uh my, my question, so I I feel like the win that kind of sparked um, just all of the intrigue in you guys' program and really uh, ignited the fire on this uh, on, the, on the playoff run and incredible season that you guys had this year was, uh, was in my opinion and a lot of people's opinion, that dominating win that you guys had against Westlake. Um, but for you, as a coach, being around those guys in the off season and in weights, um, do you remember the moment that you kind of realized um, okay, this team that we have this year, this this collective of guys, um, is, is one that can do something special.
1: Uh, uh, to to make a long story long, it's uh, kind of goes back to the the off season from from two years prior. Really, um, the first year we played in a varsity district, uh, we were really young. Um, lots of lots of names are still around this year, um, and we struggled a little bit. We didn't win a lot of games, but you could tell that that the future is bright for these guys, and they never carried themselves like an eight win team uh cause that's that's what we won two years ago uh when the senior class was sophomores uh and that spring they really they really went to work and they they believed all along that that they could do something special and and then going into last year in five a um they just had a different mentality about them and and I can't take any of the credit um Quentin Hairston, Jordan Harding, and Fahim Begeza uh, were really the ringleaders of it um, in this senior class. And uh, their junior year was really good. Uh, We had a really good year. We actually had the same number of wins our last year in 5A and got to the the third round of the playoffs last year as well. Um, And then going into 6A, um, it was the easy thing to sell. We weren't telling them anything they didn't know. Uh, But we kind of just talked to them about every year that our school had been open was a new challenge for those guys, and and they welcomed going into 6A. Um, They wanted to be on the stage with the the Westlakes and the Lake Travises and and Dripping Springs moving up with us, and Austin Anderson uh, up north that had uh, almost an identical 5A season the year before was coming up with us. And uh, everybody else in the district just – solid basketball programs, really good coaches, lots of good players. And, and our guys welcome the challenge. Um, those, those seniors I mentioned, and then Jackson Vandegaard, Zariah Kincaid, Sam McKinney, uh, Jack Untermyer, uh, Reese Martin. Uh, they, they wanted the, the challenge. They wanted the, to be on the biggest stage in the area and, and kind of had a chip on the shoulder about, uh, felt like they were counted out by a lot of people uh, going into 6A and, they just work, man. Um, it's it's nothing I've done. I, I've got keys to the gym, and I'm pretty good at doing laundry. Uh, our staff and, and our support system is phenomenal. Um, we're just in a really good position to, to be successful um, because these kids have been given every opportunity, and they're really, really good players. Um, so it kind of started before. This year, um, we had our questions, you know, can we do it night in and night out in 6A? But they just show up every day um, and work and work and work and love each other. Uh, and it's it's been a, a real joy um, to coach them. They've, they've taught me a lot more than I've taught them. I can assure you of that.
2: I know that's probably a lot of laundry, Coach. Uh, this is Corey Mose from KVU. <laughs> uh, nice talking to you again, man. Nice to hear your voice. Uh just wanted to ask you hey, about Corey, how are you? Oh I'm sensational, man. You know the vibes. I uh, just wanted to ask you about that time in Corsicana that you talked about, five years. I mean you said you learned so much from that time. So what are some things that you're using now that you that you didn't know when you first got that job in Corsicana?
1: Well when I got uh at Blooming Grove, my first head job, I thought I thought I knew what I was doing. I thought I was ready. I thought I had the answers. Um my my plan's gonna work, right? Um and I learned real quick that it, it had very little to do with me. Uh, I say real quick, I should have learned real quick. It took me a little while, uh, if I'm being honest, a couple of years uh, to, to realize it had nothing to do with me. Uh, it was it was the kids and what they were willing to put into it. And, and my job was to facilitate their opportunities and to hold them accountable to, to what they said they wanted to do. And once once I figured out, that it, it wasn't about me and, and started really focusing on relationships with kids and, and giving them um, ownership of, of what they were doing and over the program. Um, we started to see some more success and, and we also had success comes with talent. Um, good players um, obviously affect uh, the outcome of games, but um, I think coaches myself, uh, I don't know about coaches in general, but I found myself, found myself getting in the way and, and, realize I need to have a different approach and I I try and try and do that now Um, I still get in the way quite a bit but these guys are pretty good at overcoming it here
4: coach uh, Nolan Hogan here just one last question for you so a lot some seniors leaving Quentin Harrison leaving uh, Jordan Harden leaving so uh, for one next year one player for me that you think is going to pop off the score uh, score charts this year next year kind of make a name for themselves
1: um in addition to the guys who are kind of already known or you addition
4: you yes you sir I'm just one one that we, we might definitely. not know already
1: i uh, i look for uh oh i gotta i gotta give you two that you might not know already uh Reese martin uh and jack untermeyer okay. uh, i think are, are are primed to have really big years for us next year in uh with a little bit more um I don't want to say other role because they've they've been good players for us, but I think they they'll they'll pick up a lot of the load from these graduating seniors.
0: Buda Johnson, head basketball coach Ben Kinnison, coach, we, we we appreciate your time, and you know we had Will Compton on the other day, and he and he spoke very very highly of you um he also speaks highly of himself in his barbecue so we weren't we weren't sure if that was <laughs> one of those things or if this is like a legit uh, a legit vouch but that was that was like right in the, in the, in the prime of you guys playoff run and and uh and coach it was really awesome to watch and 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 seeing what buta johnson's able to do a, across all the different athletics a, has been super exciting and, and a great kind of wrinkle to, to how things are, are kind of played out here in the 5 uh so coach thank you for your time and before we let you go uh who you want to shout out to
1: uh, I got I got a shout back out to Compton. He uh, he can in fact cook, uh, and if you go follow his social media, uh, he's pretty proud of that bench press he did the other day in off season. <laughs> that
4: was sweet. Uh,
1: but I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd also like to just give a shout out to all of you. To man this the the support. If you you guys were at a few games, um, the support from our community has been unbelievable, um, and and they're they're a huge part of the success we've had.
4: Have you have you had a Coach Compton steak yet?
1: I've not had a steak. Oh, I had, um. had uh, some uh, brisket and some. Uh, well, he made some pork one day. I think it was pulled pork. It's, he can cook. He's the real deal.
0: Yeah, that's one thing we're noticing with Coach Compton is he loves posting the steaks, but ain't nobody had a steak is, <laughs> is what we're noticing. So, so we're kind of we're kind of keeping our distance and trying to figure out what 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 we can kind of get for facts. But uh, but but Coach, I, I know we're. Uh, we're looking forward to hopefully we're going to have Quentin on here in the next couple of weeks. And we'd love to kind of keep the line open with you and talk about the upcoming season as it gets closer. But again, thank you for your time, coach.
1: I appreciate you. I'm always ready to talk and get Quentin on, man. He's a phenomenal young man.
0: Right, thank you, coach. Beuta Johnson, head basketball coach, Ben Kennison. Uh, what an awesome run that those guys, those those Jags, went on this year. And like I mentioned, they're they're making splashes in the football space, uh, making volleyball for the first making volleyball playoffs for the first time. I um, mean, the, the Johnson a uh, definitely a program to keep an eye on. One more head coach interview when we come back. We talk to newly minted Round Rock head football coach. It's a flex. X80. Segment number two. Big shout out to uh, Buta Johnson, head coach Ben Kinnison, for uh, giving us some of his little time. So uh, we, we we definitely appreciate him. We, we appreciate uh, what, what Buta Johnson is doing for the scene. Uh, Corey, anything you learned? Again, Corey Mose. Oh yeah. TV guy, <laughs> as seen on TV, wearing the suit. Corey Moe's in the studio with us. Anything you learned about uh, the Buda Johnson head coach?
2: Yeah, his his story is long. Yeah. Very long road to getting here, but that just kind of proves how you got to work your way up to get to a 6A level head coach position. It's not overnight. And so when you do this work, you put it the work, you get something out of it. And we're glad to see that Kenneth is getting something out of it.
0: Yeah, and, and, and never mind. I mean, the great line, uh, he was like, uh, I got the keys to the gym and I'm pretty good at doing laundry. Yeah. Uh, that, that's definitely like a like a player first kind of guy, like letting his players get the shine. Because, I mean, uh, Peter Johnson hasn't been around for a while. And mm-hmm. for them to, to already be to the heights that they have, that, that definitely reflects very highly on the head coach. So for him to put it back on the kids, I I, I think that's super awesome. Um, but another head coach, another head coach which is which is really awesome to say uh head coach of the round rock dragons Cody Moore brand new newly minted head coach taken over from the defensive coordinator uh taken over for 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 coach cheatham uh coach Moore we appreciate you uh coming on the show and and congratulations a thousand times coach
5: thank you guys I appreciate you guys having me thank you
0: so 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 coach uh, what was it like um I mean Round Rock is, is one of those schools. I mean, um, if you don't know five one two football, all you know is Lake Travis and Westlake. But if you do know five one two football, you know what kind of program Round Rock is uh, across all the sports, but especially on the football side. Um, when when you were given this opportunity to be not only the defensive coordinator for for one of the best defenses in the area in the state, uh, but to be the head coach, uh, how big of a blessing was that opportunity, and is that opportunity for
5: you? Uh, it's, it's been massive, man. It's, it's been an absolute blessing and I'm very, very honored to, to not only serve the football team here at Round Rock High School, but the Round Rock community, you know, and it's, uh, I, uh, at, at first I felt overwhelmed because I know how well this, this, uh, community has backed this school and how, uh, much effort all the kids have put in and just being a part of that and being a, hopefully lead these people in the right way. <laughs> uh, is uh at first a little overwhelming but i am super honored and, and blessed to be in this position coach
3: before we get into the football aspect of it round rock high school has just had a great year athletically the baseball team 8-0 in district play the girls soccer team just knocked off dripping springs uh tell us about what it's been like to join this athletic department that's been so successful a lot of people have sacked mentioned you know the west and lake travises but round rock is no slouch
5: no absolutely and and uh you know, when people talk about Austin, um, I really want people to understand that that Round Rock should be in that equation. It should be in that talk. You know, and uh, yeah, I'm super proud about the program up and down. Um, it's it's pretty amazing. Every team that we have that we offer any sport here on campus have all made it to the playoffs. Um, we have multiple district champions, and uh, it's, uh, it's it's definitely a, a pretty pretty awesome uh, pretty awesome. Uh, um, it's a pretty awesome thing to be a part of. Sorry, I got distracted for a second.
0: No, uh, you, you're, you're a good coach. I mean, you definitely got a lot of things on your plate. If you had, if you had a lot on your plate before, <laughs> okay. you definitely got a got a plateful. Now you went back for seconds for sure. Uh, but coach, I, yeah. if you can, we we had the head coach. Uh, Peter Johnson had basketball coach Ben Kennison on right before you, um, and and I love for you guys to just kind of give your 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 path to where you are now. Um, your playing background, your coaching experience, lead up to here. So, if you could just give our audience a little breakdown of how you ended up as the head coach of the Round Rock Dragons.
5: Uh, yes, sir. I uh, I grew up in a little town called Comfort, Texas, out um, in the hill country, and played uh, all major, all four major sports out there: football, basketball, baseball, and track. So, I'm a multi-sport guy for sure. And uh, um, I had the the Absolute honor to go play at uh, TCU underneath Gary Patterson from uh, 2004 to 2008. And then uh, got my first coaching job up uh, near Lake Texoma, and then I uh, got to coach underneath Dane Johnson at Flower Mound High School and then um, had the absolute honor to, to coach underneath Greg Winder at, at Stephenville High School where he gave me my first opportunity to be uh, to be a defensive coordinator. And then, uh, obviously, the last four years, you know, being under Coach Cheatham, him being just a huge mentor for me uh, has, has, has been awesome, you know. And uh, now I'm the head, head football coach at Round Rock. It's pretty crazy, man. Yeah, that's, you know, that, for sure.
0: that, that's so awesome to say. Are you still, I mean, just hearing you right there, is is—is is it still just crazy to say now I'm the head coach at Round Rock High School?
5: Uh, its
0: It still hasn't sunk in, man. Uh, but, I mean, be, being really a part is. of that, uh, that that defense last year and, and, and what, what Jalen Gilbert did for you guys and obviously going off to play SEC football. But for you, when you're ushering in, I mean, you don't want to say like a new culture, but kind of your your take on the culture of Round Rock, how, how huge is it to have a guy like Leonard Moore that was with you on the defense and, and will be kind of your, your, your key guy um, for this team going forward? How, how key is a guy like Leonard Moore to help you make this transition to head coach easier?
5: Yeah, um, well, we all know how special of an athlete Landon Moore is, and um, uh, it, it's it's huge because uh, the kid uh, is an absolute. I mean, he's a, a, an incredible athlete, but at the same time, he's an unbelievable kid. He's super bright, and uh, having kids like that on your team definitely makes you uh, not only elevate your own game, but it definitely elevates the guys around you. You know, so having a kid like that is uh, it's it's, uh, it's definitely uh, I'm I'm glad I got him. I'm glad he's ours.
2: <laughs> That's awesome, Coach. Uh, this is Corey Moes here from KVU. Congratulations on the new job. Uh, just wanted to talk about yeah, now. It. Thank you. Oh, of course, of course, man. Wanted to talk about the offensive side of the ball. Now you talk about guys coming back like Leonard, but man, Mason, dude, the dude's an animal. Yeah. I mean, from from head to toe. Yeah, I actually yeah. covered one of the basketball games and his little. Uh, starting lineup thing he gets slapped in the face when he comes out in his starting lineup <laughs> crazy but yeah. what is it like having a, a guy like that
5: uh yeah he's a bull man he's uh he's, he's uh i'm glad he's one of ours also uh talk about an absolute competitor um a guy that just wants to compete um he not only competes in football he's a, he's on the basketball court on the starting lineup and he's even here out, uh, you know, thaw- throwing the shot and throwing the disc and, and running around on the track. So uh, he just loves to compete. He loves to be around his boys and he loves to just uh, everything about athletics, you know what I mean? Um, but having that guy back is definitely, uh, thank God, being a first year head coach, I got a guy like that I can kind of hang my hat on a little bit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
4: Yes, sir. Coach uh, Nolan Hogan here. I was fortunate enough to be trusted by Y'all's Booster Club to film many mixtapes for the flex uh, Instagram and socials so I was on the sideline a lot for the a lot of these big games like Travis so on and so forth and the defense obviously your defensive coordinator the defense grasps so well and they fly around and play so hard for you what is something that you're gonna take from that defensive coordinator role and spread it to the whole team
5: yeah you know what um, that all starts with this relationships man um, like I, I just make sure I tell those guys I love them every single day and um, just, just let them know that uh, you know uh, if you're going to put out if you're going to go out there you're going to play for somebody somebody bigger than yourself and that's either um, the person next year or for somebody at the house or whatever it may be and uh, you know those, those we just have great kids here at Round Rock and um, yeah man it's just I, hopefully I can continue to keep on building those relationships with those kids so they can go out there and just play for each other, you know.
3: Coach, you mentioned playing for Gary Patterson at TCU, and I know you've been asked this before, but can you share with us, you know, one or two really good Gary Patterson stories? Because what we've heard over the past year with him being in the 40 acres on Sark staff, we've heard nothing but great things, even though going against him wasn't so much as a Texas fan, but during your time as a player, can you uh, relish some of those stories from Coach Patterson?
5: Yeah, you know, I I mentioned uh, I mentioned <laughs> it's crazy because I was kind of uh, kind of into the introduction of all like the mad scientist stuff that he was doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was always uh, known for his defense, and he was completely hands-on with all that stuff. So I got to be around a lot of that, a lot of the stuff that uh, when there was I mean we were really really good, you know, being number, like top five in the nation consistently in defense. Um, you know, I was a part of those, a lot of those teams, and so I got to see him and Coach Bumpus, who was a, who was our defensive coordinator at the time, kind of just worked that defense and just you know <laughs> we were we were shutting some people out. It was pretty fun to be around. But just Coach Patterson, is, uh, in general, like this he's an ultimate co- uh, competitor. But the greatest thing is he's a wonderful man, and uh, I think one of his big things that he, you know kind of his tail end of his career at TCU was his motto is like forty not uh, forty not four. So. You wanted to do things while you're in college for four years that affect your life at forty. You know what I mean? So just having a guy like that that not only cared about you and your performance on the field, but how you're gonna um move on to your careers and stuff was definitely something that stuck with me and that's definitely what I do now these days. You know what I mean? In my in my uh personal role.
3: Do you listen to any of his uh country music singles?
5: I have. I have. What's funny is I actually went to probably four or five practices last, last year uh, over at Texas just to go visit with him and stuff. And the first practice I went to, he had just got done cutting one of his new ones and he was letting me listen to it on his phone. It was pretty funny.
0: Newly minted Round Rock head football coach and athletic coordinator, Cody Moore. Uh, coach, before we let you go, you talk about playing at the Division One level yourself you guys had a pretty good defensive line this past year. You talk about Ansel Adore, Jet Jones. So, w- what kind of player were you? Are you are you cracking the starting lineup at Round Rock? If you were, if you were there as a high school kid this past season?
5: Uh, me personally, if I was on the squad, yes sir. Not as a defensive lineman. That's not what I played in in high school. But, I was a, I was an out I, I was a, a linebacker and a running back. And so just like what what Coach Patterson believed, was getting those guys that can run and gain some weight and then put them on the Mm D-line. And I was one of those guys.
0: All right, Coach. Well, we're we're very thankful for your time. We we appreciate you. And like we mentioned at the top of the show, like Corey said, like Cameron said, we're we're big times. Congratulations. And and we're looking forward to to being around your program uh, for for many years to come and for many successes to come. Uh, Before we let you go, uh, who do you want to shout out to?
5: And I want to shout out to uh, my wife. She's uh she has a big task ahead of her, but I want to make sure that she knows that I love her and and that uh, a huge shout out to her for sure.
3: Coach, well, thank you for your time. And we got some texts rolling in on the Brain Vault text line saying, tell Coach Moore we're behind him and super excited for the next season, of Dragon Football."
5: Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you everybody for sending in texts and everything and reaching out. I appreciate it. Thank you,
0: Head Coach Cody Moore. Athletic coordinator, Cody Moore. I feel like that that doesn't get talked about enough for, for all these people taking over head coaching jobs or, or are currently head coaches at some of these big time programs. It's it's not just the X's and O's of the football mm-hmm. team that they're that they're having to worry about. They're having to worry about making sure that the the boys' soccer team gets time on the field and the girls' soccer team and making sure the Making sure the baseball team has enough balls, and making sure the basketball team that all the nets are looking good. So it, it it's definitely a big time a uh, uh, a big time responsibility. But for for you, Cameron, I mean you've you've been around, um, just Round Rock High School probably more than you've ever been in in your life. Um, but Round Rock is is this past or right now doing play by play for baseball. I mean Round Rock is, is is up there, especially on the baseball side, but just in general is up there as one of the best programs, uh, athletic departments in the state of Texas. Do you kind of get that vibe being being at that campus and, and seeing other coaches from other sports supporting what you're there to see baseball and seeing those guys that are playing multiple sports that are on the baseball field and and guys like Travis Secora, the big time Division I MLB draft type caliber, caliber prospect. Do you, do you feel that over at Round Rock?
3: Yeah, I definitely do, especially with with his baseball season. But I mean even even Coach Moore, he was out there, I believe they played the Dripping Springs uh Round Rock girls semi-quarterfinal game last Friday. They played it at Drip, and I believe Coach Moore was down there at the game. So it, it's great to see the support there. And I know everyone from the Round Rock side that I spoke to last week when the move was kind of announced, or the new, the move had been kind of decided yet, but it hadn't been publicly announced. And everyone talking about it was like, yeah, it, that's that's the right move. We're excited for Coach Moore. Of course, um, Coach Sheatham in his new role, they weren't you know a little bit sad to see him move up, but uh, understandably so. But from what Coach Moore has done, I mean, his resume is incredible. I mean, Stephenville – this is a great program. We saw them two years ago knock off LBJ Austin in the state championship game. And, you know, their their fans show up. They got the train rolling. Stephenville has been a perennial contender for decades. And he's, you know, was part of that success. And he's going to try and bring it to Round Rock. Their defense has definitely improved the last four years. I mean, if you look back where they were in the early 2010s compared to now, you mentioned all the players that have come through more Nador. Many others. He's definitely changed the program defensively, and the hope is now he'll change it on both sides of the ball and compete in a really tough district. Vandergrift, you know, going against Coach Sanders, very tough task, but Round Rock is no slouch. As I mentioned in my question, you know, they're right there, especially like with Peter Johnson, right? You know, we hear the West Lakes and the Lake travises but a lot of schools now are starting to catch up to these top dogs.
0: Yeah, I mean, and have it, like internally promoting a guy from defensive coordinator to head coach is like the most Round Rock. Football thing ever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you think about Round Rock, you think like hard nose, run the ball. They have a quarterback that throws like twenty times a season, yeah. and rush, <laughs> and, and is like the leading rusher on the team. So, I mean that that's that's the most perfect guy for that job, especially a guy that played defense. Let alone defensive line at the college level. I mean, that's a guy that you want running your program. And like I said, when we when we close the interview with him, hopefully that's that's a guy that's going to be there for for a long time, Corey.
2: Yeah, it's all about tradition too. You want to be able to keep that tradition there, and they already know what's expected, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think with with high schoolers, that's an important factor because if you already know going in what you what can you expect from your head coach, then there's the ball is going to keep rolling, you know, instead of having to start over with the new man in charge, he kind of knows what's been going on over the past couple of years. And so it's good that they kept it in house because I always feel like that's important for these young, these young men growing up.
0: Yeah. And we, we were here just, just last year with, with Westlake trying to figure out what they were going to do with their home yeah. head coaching job. And, and there was like, all those rumors are out there. Cause I mean, that's Westlake. That's like a, a nationally talked about job and, and it was like, are they going to make a big big splash hire, or are they going to promote somebody within? And I mean, people were talking about Coach Dodge's son coming over from South Lake Carroll, and mm-hmm. and this guy and that guy. I mean, Coach Acosta came from IMG to Del Valle. So what was Westlake going to do? And 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 they simply just prom- just hire from within, promote from within. So I think that's definitely the place to go, especially in high school when you're when you're around young kids that yep. are familiar with the guy. But I wanted to ask you, Corey Mose, K View Sports Anchor, Mister mm-hmm. Do It All. <laughs> You're you're on the sideline of a lot of these games, yeah. uh, a lot of these different schools, uh, especially during football season. Um, we, we we talk about Round Rock and kind of having that hard-nosed defensive kind of vibe. I feel like when you think about like Travis, it's like the the run-and-gun offensive, mm-hmm. like high high, fast-paced. yeah, fast-paced kind of vibe. Are there some other schools that you like feel like okay, this is blank kind of vibe that I that I'm getting from being on that sideline?
2: Yeah, I would say. Um, Vandegrift's kind of also that same type of, like, grind it out, we're going to make you work for every yard on defense, and then uh, control the clock. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? One thing that I've always noticed about them is they they never wanted to make mistakes, uh, and they knew that if they didn't make mistakes, at one point the opponent was going to make a mistake mm-hmm. for them to then take advantage of. And so I feel like Vandergriff kind of had that same type of mentality of grind it out, control the time of possession, and make sure you don't get any penalties and or turnovers, and then Eventually, they feel like they could win the game if they do that.
4: That's how they took out Round Rock. I mean, it was slow pace all game, not a lot of scoring. And then towards the end of the game, you just see Vandergrift trying to take that, take the ball back and mm-hmm. score and then shut him down and then take it back and run it down the field and score again. So that that defense and offense have really they really got something going there. Yeah. They and made it to state. So, yeah.
2: I was going to say, uh, Coach Sanders actually told me that after the Lake Travis game because mm-hmm. that was one thing that they really wanted to focus on. It's like at a certain point, they felt like. Somebody's going to make a mistake. If it wasn't them, they're going to win the game, yeah. and kind of what happened.
0: Right? Yeah. There's a this is a weird like kind of comparison, but there's like a UFC fighter that I really like named Michael Chandler that always talks about I pick myself up from my bootstraps. Like I'm mm. kind of the all American like hardworking kind of guy, and that's what that's what Van is to me. Like the hardworking. Like I'm not going to do it the easy way. I'm going to do it the hard way because that's the right way to do it. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw them bombs. I'm going to rush for five 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 and end up scoring that way. Um more Corey Mose <laughs> when we come back.
2: Uh-oh, what a teaser.
0: We're going to ask him all the same questions as his path. We're going to ask him about doing laundry and having the keys <laughs> to the gym. We're going <laughs> to ask him about playing for, for, for Coach Patterson. More Corey Mose when we come back. It's a flex. Lex ATX Zach Lucero Nolan Hogan Cameron Parker on the ones and twos. Are
4: Corey we doing in- a ritual? <laughs> 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 he's trying to
0: he's trying to, uh, to to whip up some more uh, time to ask guests the questions did let him <laughs> get a question off the first one. Corey Mose in the stew Here. Cameron Parker Let's talk soccer Cameron Want to uh, do it? Yeah, let's do Football. it. Football.
3: All right, so now into the regional semifinals of girls and boys soccer here in the Centex area. And Sentex been showing out, guys. Uh, Corey, you were out there at the drip Round Rock game. Dripping Springs, Ellie Hodson. you, were on, you weren't out there. No. Uh, I thought I heard you were out there. Okay, let's back up then. Then you weren't out there. No one was out there except for Round Rock and Dripping Springs, people. Round Rock, maybe the underdog. Dripping Springs coming in, had only allowed 11 goals all season long with Caroline Dill of the net had Ellie Hansen on the squad. She is joining the USA U 16 team going to France and then decides actually you know what I'm gonna stick with Drip and finish out this playoff run. Well not so fast. Round Rock winning three to two in extra time. They're advancing to the regional quarterfinals and they'll play Friday against San Antonio Taft. Now I believe that location will be at Kamalander Stadium and they'll play the winner of another round rock school potentially Round Rock Westwood who are facing O'Connor on Friday night, guys. That's actually a 1 p.m. kick. Round Rock is playing tap right after that, 3 p.m. on Friday. And Westwood finally getting that win over Vandergrift. After the game, uh, Westwood players were saying that we've been waiting for this victory for three years. And, Zach, you've been around Vandergrift for basically your entire life after Hendrickson. (laughs) Why do teams feel like that when they play Vandergrift? Like, what's the animosity towards that? I mean, I guess it's just the success of that program, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, like, like to, to be real, I mean, it's especially like kind of like social status-y. It's yeah. kind of up there with Lake Travis and the West Lakes and people just want to beat that team. And, and, and Vannegrift will tell you too. They'll beat you and, and they'll talk about it and they have a very big presence on social media. So it's always a big time win. Every game seems like a, like a rivalry and, and Vannegrift's definitely the team that, that everyone wants to beat. Uh, so, so definitely take, take pride in, in winning that, especially Westwood. Westwood's kind of, like like a rival with Vandegrift yeah. like because they yeah. 'cause they're they're pretty close in mm-hmm. in uh in, in, in proximity as well.
4: As a player, I played against him in high school and we played as, on the baseball team when they you had
3: You're a right? Hayes. Hayes. We okay. had we were in their district Hayes. one
4: season okay. and so we played them three games and those after those three games we did not like Vandegrift. It was just like dang, like we they're they're really good they play well, and but they talk when they know they're supposed to talk. They talk, <laughs> they talk, they talk so smart. They don't talk when they're down. They don't talk when it's tied. When they win, they just go crazy, and you're like, Oh my god, how do you lose those games?
3: They hit that Andrew Reese. Yeah, on you. they do.
4: They, they just make you like want to not lose, and then when you win, it's that, that much better.
3: That's some of those scores from the air Leander, Blank, New Bronzeville Canyon, two nothing on goal. Sadie Guzman. In Kylie Jamar Georgetown also won. They had a lengthy lightning delay in that game, more than an hour. Beat Magnolia West 2 1 on goals by Addie Russo in Ambry Heath. And then Burnett, the Bulldogs, uh, just fell short. They lost to Bernie the 2. And then Wimberly also falling to San Antonio Davenport 2 0. Giddings lost Lorena 5 2. Some other 5 A scores and 6 8 for the girls. For the boys' side, um, Dripping Springs, the boys' team, while the girls lost. They did beat Sony Point. Five to three last week. York Merrill, an incredible player. He scored twice. Mason Russell, Joey Sabota also had a, also had a goal each. Two assists total. Lead Dripping Springs to that game uh, in that game victory. A really fun game. And now they'll play on Friday as well, taking on Alexander at Blossom Athletic Stadium that's down in San Antonio. And the 5A side, Flogerville Connolly knocking off Lasa Liberal Arts and Science Academy. What a great year for them. The economy, they'll play wisdom uh, at 4 p.m. at Turner Stadium, and then Georgetown also, I believe the girls on the 5A side. Yep, they will play Barber's Hill at Turner Stadium. 11 a.m. kickoff mm. for them on Friday. So, handful of syntax uh, teams may be playing in, in state, guys.
0: Yeah, definitely the uh, 5-1-2 type of flavor to this UIL. Uh, Got a UIL postseason on both sides uh, of, of the soccer spear and the guys and the girls. Corey, mm-hmm. K-View Corey, yeah, Corey Oh, that's Mose. cool. I
2: never heard that before. Yeah, it just came K-view to me. K-View Corey, that's live. Not Cody Moore,
0: <laughs> Corey Mose. Uh, thank you for hanging around. I know that this doesn't. We uh, we we thought we were gonna have a lot more time with you, but it's been it's been really cool talking to Coach Kinnison mm-hmm. and, and and Cody Moore, which which definitely like, have a direct impact on what you do too, because yeah. these are coaches that Coach Kinnison you've already talked to and Coach Moore. Definitely a name that, that you're going to gonna be you're going to be talking around. Uh, so again, we appreciate you coming through and and and, and for you. I mean, we're definitely going to have you on again in the future. So we'll we'll save a lot of the kind of your background thing for cool. for a later date. But for you in, in your career to where you are now, um, kind of coming on to this kind of five one two Austin area news scene yeah. and, and, and making a splash and diving into sports. What has the high school scene and and preps done for you in, in your career?
2: Oh man, well I have a passion for high school first off because I'm coming from Midland Odessa. Because you came from high school. Yeah yeah, exactly so out there that uh, yeah I graduated from high school. Yeah, facts. Um, <laughs> but yeah my first job in the business I spent two and a half years in Midland Odessa West Texas and so that's all it is out there is high school. Yeah. You got Permian, you got Midland League, well Midland Legacy now uh, so so much history with Bright Night Lights and stuff like that so when I was out there I built such a such a love for those high school athletes um, and you know they're treated like college of pros out there because that's the only thing they got um and so it was just real cool building that relationship with them so when i came over here i was really excited to jump into the high school scene here and, and see the difference between you know if we've been honest like west texas sports you know and then a big city sport you know like of course west texas you know they have a lot of tradition but they call it, they kind of felt falling off a little bit you know over the last couple of years when it comes to talent but moving out here i'm like man i get the meet the West Lakes of the world, you know, Lake Travis's. But getting here, I'm like, bro, there's way more than that. Like you mentioned earlier, like people who aren't in the 512, they don't really know about the other schools that have so much tradition and history. And so then getting in with the Round Rocks of the, of the, of the area and then Vandegrifts of the area, you know, and then going out to like Wimberley, you know like that tradition out there is crazy different we saw you at Hyde Park earlier Hyde Park yes yes that softball team shout out to them by the way uh number one in district right now but yeah so there's so much tradition here that once you get here you're like bro this is crazy you know there's it's more than just the West Lakes and Lake Travis
4: was there an interview as when you were young coming up that you did or you did when you were in high school that kind of made you decide like this is the path I'm going to follow
2: Uh, It wasn't one particular interview I would say. I just think it was just over time just growing a love for um, building relationships. Because it is all this is in this business is relationships. Y'all know, like if you have great conversations, that means you have great interviews. And when you have great interviews, you know people start talking about you. You know, and you kind of raise your your popularity. And you know that man, this is a good dude. Like Mm -hmm. it's not just he's good at what he does, but he's just a genuine good dude. And I just want people to know and hope they can see that when I just have conversation with them off camera.
4: Yeah, I think you see that when you just watch the videos of these interviews when you're interviewing Dylan DeSue at Texas and you're dapping Mm -hmm. him up and you know, hanging out with them And it's like, they're just bros. You're just yeah. hanging out and with I, the bros and I think on the court. That's,
0: and I think that's a preps thing. Like, I, I, I think you like cutting your teeth in preps, you're you're dealing with high school kids. So you can be yourself yes. because you're a young dude. Like we're young dudes. So mm-hmm. we can be ourselves. We can talk how we talk. And so we create that character for ourselves that isn't a character. And then we, we kind of garner this following from that. So then we we already have established that's who we are, so Mm -hmm. we can take that into Texas, into an interview with the Spurs head coach, into whatever. So, again, thank you, thank you 10,000 times for pulling up. We like to give shout-outs here, so shout-out to whoever you want to shout-out to and where people can follow you, where they can watch you, all of that
2: uh i guess shout out to KVU. first off uh news station gave me the sh- opportunity to come out here so i gotta give them all the love because without them i wouldn't be in austin so mm-hmm. uh shout out to the the home news station but then uh you can follow me on twitter cory underscore mose as c-o-r-y underscore m-o-s-e uh ig cory underscore tv just add a little tv at the end of it and uh that's me on ig so either one oh i'm trying to do better on tiktok too so TikTok. uh yeah i'm on tiktok and okay. gonna be streaming soon on twitch I'm a big 2K guy. You're doing but,
4: TikTok dances? No, just, no, 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 no. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, just okay. content.
2: Just <laughs> regular sports content. Regular sports content. But, yeah, catch me on Twitch, too. I'm starting to do that. 2K. I'm a big 2K guy.
0: Okay. Cameron Parker, shout-outs.
3: Uh, Round Rock Booster Club. I know they're listening. Uh, Clint Kimstead and Jeff Andreworth. Uh, they've been ex- excellent the last few, uh, last couple months working with them and excited for where the Round Rock program's at with uh, Chad Moore. So, shout-out to the Round Rock Dragons. Uh, good luck on Friday night. Ladies, taking on uh, tapped and then the boys' baseball program against Vandergriff Friday night as well.
4: Ellen
0: Hogan, quick Uh, shout-outs.
4: Shout-out my family. Shout-out my dad. uh, Shout-out Flex. Shout-out Life.
0: Shout-out Corey. One more time. Shout-out you guys. Shout-out Austin Radio Network for the opportunity. Shout-out the Brain Vault text line. Everybody texted in on this show. Yeah, it's the most we've gotten
4: in a while.
0: Finally, shout-out All My G. Shout-out God. Shout-out Gang.